Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm Abby Phillip, anchor and senior political correspondent for CNN, in for David Chalian. And this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know about politics for Wednesday, December 28th. The January 6th House Select Committee has dropped a new batch of witness transcripts. Just when we thought we'd heard it all, we now have even more detail about how Donald Trump's associates tried to conceal information in the days before and after January 6th. The January 6th committee's most recently released interviews from former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson provide even more information about former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows' actions during that time. Now, as a reminder, Hutchinson delivered some of the most damning and powerful testimony against Trump during the committee's public hearings that were televised over the last year. And Hutchinson said, that she saw Meadows burning documents in his office fireplace around a dozen times, once or twice per week between December 2020 and mid-January 2021. So before and after the January 6th insurrection, Hutchinson said she didn't know what the documents were or whether they were required by law to be preserved, though most, if not all, documents that were produced during Trump's time in office would have been subject to presidential records laws. But she did say that at least twice she watched Meadows burn documents after he had meetings with Republican Congressman Scott Perry, a Pennsylvania Republican. Now, that's a key piece of information because Perry is linked to the efforts to use the Justice Department to overturn the 2020 election. Now, for obvious reasons, a president's chief of staff burning documents is both not a good look and possibly illegal, but the former U.S. attorney Michael Moore said a lot of these transcripts don't provide a lot that directly pin this new information to Trump. It certainly is a, a visual that could, could paint a picture to a jury of a, a desperate chief of staff throwing documents in a White House fireplace. Again, I don't know that it gets to Trump. He may have smoke around him. Uh, I'm not sure that the flames reach him, uh, certainly from the Meadows fireplace. Hutchinson also said that Meadows told White House staffers at the time to keep some of these meetings off the books and keep them in a close hold, meaning that likely most of them wouldn't be listed in the White House diary, which is a public record of the meetings that the president would have had while in office. And she couldn't recall exactly which meetings he was trying to conceal. But it is still notable that he was trying to keep some of what was going on in the aftermath of the election and before January 6th private. From Hutchinson's interviews, we also learned more about her falling out with her Trump-backed lawyer. Now, Stefan Passantino was Hutchinson's first attorney, and he was paid through Trump allies. And we already learned last week that Hutchinson eventually did get herself a new lawyer after Passantino had encouraged her to actually mislead the committee. She stressed that he didn't tell her to actually lie, but he did encourage her to downplay her role in the White House and say that she just simply didn't recall certain events. She said that the final straw was when he told her to stop cooperating with the committee, even if it risked a contempt of Congress charge. Pasentino has maintained that he represented Hutchinson ethically, but these new transcripts paint a more detailed picture of the divide between these two. 
According to the transcripts, they bickered often, with Passantino trying to correct her testimony at times. And in one notable instance that was centered on rioters chanting, quote, hang Mike Pence on January 6th, Hutchinson said that she overheard Mark Meadows say that Trump thought that, quote, maybe perhaps the chants were justified. The transcripts show Passantino jumped in and said, quote, I don't want to interrupt, nor do I want to shape what you're saying at all here, end quote. But then he told lawmakers that he believed, quote, the president said that perhaps they're right. After Hutchinson got her new lawyer, they corrected some of the things that she'd previously said when Passantino was present. Hutchinson also told the committee about several discussions at the White House related to the conspiracy theory QAnon. She told them that Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene brought up QAnon several times, including in front of Trump. Hutchinson also said that Trump aide Peter Navarro would bring her materials about the election to pass on to her boss, Mark Meadows. CNN's Kristen Holmes explains. She says, at one point I had sarcastically said, oh, is this from your QAnon friends, Peter? Because Peter would talk to me frequently about his QAnon friends. He said, have you looked into it yet, Cass? I think they point out a lot of good ideas. You really need to read this. Make sure the chief sees it. And it was going all the way up at some points to the president. The DOJ is currently prosecuting Navarro for not complying with a January 6th committee subpoena. But besides Hutchinson, the committee also released testimony from several other White House officials. We already knew about Trump's anger with former Vice President Mike Pence from the committee's hearings, but White House aide John McEntee described more details about Trump's shift toward Pence. He recalled hearing Trump tell Pence, Michael, do the right thing and do what you think is right, Mike, during meetings. And then, as we know, Pence refused to overturn the 2020 election on January 6th, something that he didn't even have the power to do. And McEntee told the panel that after the insurrection, he heard Trump say negative things about Pence, saying things like, quote, you know, effing Pence or whatever. Another interesting part of the newly released testimony came from former Trump White House Deputy Press Secretary Judd Deere. Deere told the committee that he heard gossip in the week after the 2020 election that Trump was actually thinking about conceding. Deere said that Trump was even strongly considering inviting the Bidens to the White House. And when he was pressed about where he heard these rumors, Deere said he couldn't remember. But obviously, Trump did not concede to Biden and still hasn't, opting instead to try to overturn the 2020 election, which led to the violent insurrection on January 6th. And that's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.